Hey everyone, Bailey again with another episode of A Tough Listens, a podcast where we'll be recapping Grace Point's messages and devotionals and exploring how God's Word can impact and change our lives. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about this past week, so let's jump in. I'll start off with the Psalms, then the message, and DT. Let's go to Psalm 147 first. Something that stuck out to me was verse 16. And if you don't remember, it goes like this. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. And when I hear the word snow, it immediately reminds me of Minnesota. I was born and raised in Minnesota, so I can testify about how cold it gets here. But we see in the text that God is with us during these seasons. He's with us during the sunny and the snowy days. And so maybe we have to apply it in our lives today. Is he here right now in the coronavirus season? And I really do believe that he is. He is here with us. He is here present, giving us peace and comfort. Sometimes we don't take notice of him. So it may be a good reminder that he is here with us right now. to Friday Psalm, Psalm 148. This psalm paints a good picture of how the Lord is everywhere in our lives, from the heavens to the seas and the mountains and the hills and all the creeping things and flying animals. Something I saw in the psalm was all the positivity and blessings toward God, nothing negative of any sort. This picture of everything praising God reminds me of the Garden of Eden way back in Genesis on day one when God created the heavens and the earth. And that also reminds me of the future hope that God will give us a new Garden of Eden. Alright, let's jump to Sunday service, way back from last week. So we see that Ray and Shion told their stories. And something that stuck out to Shion's story for me was that she started valuing relationships more. And... I remember that I didn't really value them that much. I mean, back in high school, I didn't really invest in a lot of relationships. And that's one thing that I really regret. But with Sheila's story, she tied it in with her relationship with Jesus. How she thought that it was a one and done kind of thing. Where she got baptized, she made her lordship decision, and she was saved. But it doesn't go that way. Making a relationship with Jesus means to follow him with your whole heart throughout all your life. And so we can see that in Ray's testimony too. How he was talking about John 21 and how Peter goes fishing again. Right after seeing Jesus and all the miracles that he's done. He continues just to go back to his profession. And so we have to ask ourselves... How is our relationship with Jesus, and what can we do to make our relationship better? Are we going to go fishing again and ignore Jesus' calling for a life with him? And let me end with this. At the end of John, Jesus calls Peter to follow me, and so he calls everyone to follow him. And then Ray says at the end, he says that there is no higher stakes but no higher rewards and no higher sufficiency than following Jesus. So what is our choice? What is our decision? Are we going to follow him or go fishing again?
Okay, let's jump to the DTs now. So we see that we are nearing the end of Nehemiah, and we are going to focus on last Tuesday's, Wednesday's, and Thursday's texts. So we see in Tuesday's text that the Israelites were celebrating because they just rebuilt the wall. But then it takes a sharp turn and it goes downhill. On Wednesday, we see how uh, Tobiah was in a separate room in the temple and how the Israelites didn't take the temple that seriously. And they also saw how the portions and of the Levites and the singers were not provided that well. And then on Thursday, we see that everything kind of went haywire and the Israelites were not obeying the Sabbath law. They were trading inside the temple and we see that nehemiah is deeply burdened and his last words are remember me oh my god for good these past few days of reading the end of nehemiah reminds me that life is a spiritual roller coaster they initially celebrated and that's something worth mentioning their connection with with god was on fire I mean, they had cymbals and harps and lyres, and they organized two choirs to sing. All the while, I mean, Ezra leading the movement, and, and this reminds us that Ezra was one of the first to initiate the building of Jerusalem in the first place. But then it turned bad, and we can see how prevalent sin is in our lives. Tobiah lived in the temple, and he was a foreigner, an Ammonite, who didn't even worship God, but other gods. So... How did he even start living in the temple in the first place? Well, it was through connections with the high priest, Eliashib. So we can see that people can easily fall into these temptations if they're not careful. In verse 13, 17, Nehemiah confronts the nobles. So we see even the priests, even the best people, are falling into this sort of sin. But I do find this ending very appropriate because it does call our need. For a savior to help us from our brokenness who can fulfill the laws god has commanded us obviously we can't we're too sinful for that so our help comes from the lord jesus who came to earth to fulfill the law found in matthew 5:17. he is the one who paid the enormous debt we owed and broke our bondage from the law and sin and this super sad ending to nehemiah makes us rejoice even more for the messiah and going back to psalm 148 David writes this psalm so fittingly. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Now that's something worth praising. Well, I hope you found this weekly recap podcast helpful. Uh, stay safe and praise God. Yay!